Good evening, good evening, good evening. It is the Ramen Crew. We are back in the building for another week, and we are excited to be here. Um, it's the Three Musketeers again, but we are live and direct, ready mm-hmm. to get it in with you guys. Hope you're ready. all uh, tuned in, ready to go. Got a little video going, but we got some, definitely have the audio for you, so let's go ahead and get started. We're going to take it to the left this time. To the left, my brother, to the left. CT, what's going on with you? What's up, my fam? What's happening? What's everybody doing out there? How's everybody feeling? Uh, we made it through another week, so God bless. We're about to start another one, so, you know, just glad to be among the living. Great, great, great to hear. Miss David, how are you? How are you? How are you? Honey, you know I am blessed and highly favored. You know I cannot complain. God is good and everything is good for me, and yes! Money, 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 everywhere, every day, all day. I'm getting better and better every day. Right. It's a beautiful thing. Indeed, it's always beautiful to get here, come in here. But let's ask the question. How are you? I'm well. I am doing well. I'm always excited to be here. I feel empowered. You know, you get hyped like before sports, sporting events on these days. So you get excited about meeting up with your team. And doing positive things. A lot of things going well in my life, professionally, personally. Um, content, but not satisfied. You know, still grinding. Uh, happy where I am, but I know there's a lot more to do. So, other yeah. than that, we, we are good. We are golden. We are ready to go. Uh, don't want to get straight into it. So, to get back to each and you, what's yeah. new and improved? I'm still on a steady grind, man. Uh, putting in a little more time at the 9 to 5 right now. Try to get up a little more capital okay. so we can get this fat boy problems, hanger management, hanger games, all these different things that I have on my mind. Uh, got an idea that I talked to with my brothers about today at our fellowship. I'm trying to tell you, you will enjoy yourself if you come to these fellowships. The only thing that was bad today, you'll have to read my blog to understand that. Uh, fat boy problems knocks dot uh, blogspot.com there you go uh, but uh, man a lot of just trickulating of the mind right now you know trying to get these ideas instead of having them sit on your head putting them and trying to get them to fruition yeah get them on paper commit them to paper Miss David, you participated in a spectacular event today. Didn't you tell us a little bit more about it? Oh, I did. So, one of my good girlfriends and clients and just one of those all-around great people that you love, love, love is running for city council. So, Amelia Parker, yes, 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 she is running for city council seat C. And she won. Won. No, 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 no. She didn't just get enough votes to make it to the primary. She won. She beat out all five other contestants in order to secure her place in the primary for November. So we did a brunching at her house today and was able to connect with one of our other brunch groups. We've got the Bold and Beautiful Brunch Club. It's the club that I represent. And we also have another one, um, which is the Brown Girls Brunch. So it was wonderful to have us to come together as a collective. No hate, no, you know, animosity. Coming together as a unit to support one of our sisters and it was phenomenal we talked we networked we shared ideas you know we've got a young lady there who's looking to be the next president of knoxville college you know you want to be around that energy and support that Mm -hmm. um just um university professors from ut um university of tennessee in the psychology department who just made tenure 
you know, yeah. you've got other business owners who just of course in the process of earning her doctorate, she also ended up going viral with a big initiative that she was doing with so and sale, teaching kids in entrepreneurship, even at the age of eight, nine, ten years old. So it was super phenomenal to be able to be within that group um, and, and meet so many people and share stories and it was it was really a beautiful space and time got away from me. We all enjoyed one another's company. And we had we're in a beautiful home overlooking the Holston River. Right. So, you know, I, I'm a I'm a big water fanatic. When I'm around water I really feel like I'm in my my peace, my sin, my place. Yes. yes, 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 yes. And the food was phenomenal and it was so great that we were all there to support Amelia's campaign and contribute to that. So if you are interested in finding out more about her campaign, then you can go to voteameliaparker.com, Facebook, Instagram, and be able to look her up. The um, city council movement, Knoxville for All, is a big portion of where we're trying to make sure that the representation in city council is representative, is is a fair assessment of all the people in our city, right. not just one particular group. A you true know. reflection. Exactly, yeah. exactly. So it was great to be able to share with those ladies. We networked, we passed out business cards, you know, we we laughed. We yeah. got to know each other on a personal level. So, you know, we had a big story and laugh about me finding my soulmate. And, you know, they said I didn't find my soulmate because I didn't move to where he was at because it snows in Wisconsin. So, <laughs> but you know, we just have those kind of dialogues and it creates that level of rapport. Right. And people see you as a person. And you know, that's one of the things about business. If they know you like you and trust you and you can be really genuine and transparent with you with them, then they'll do business with you. Mm-hmm. And that's been so phenomenal to be able to have this group of ladies. Um oh, even Kelly Jolly was there and she was talking about the um, she gave us a lot of education about the Caribou Festival that'll be going on in Carryville, Tennessee, mm-hmm. and she gave some really good information. But there was a string artist who spoke five different languages, and he played so many different instruments. And he was from a small city in La Follette, Tennessee, and this mm-hmm. small city is doing a whole music festival geared to this African American musician. That's phenomenal. I didn't yeah, know that. I didn't right, know that. Right, right. So it was really cool to be in that space, that collective where we're sharing ideas, we're thoughts, and people are doing beautiful, big things. It just makes you want to be better. It makes you want to be greater who yeah. you are and what you want out of life. So. Awesome. Well, thank you for representing us because Absolutely. it's important that the ramen movement gets out and the things like that. That is awesome to hear about stuff like that. And we have to be... You know, we talked on previous shows about being more active and taking roles, mm-hmm. and I think that's how you do it. You get out and meet people, shake hands, and, you know, talk to people. Get to know people on a personal level so you don't see them as this figure on a billboard or what have you on a commercial. Right. And that, that like I said, I, I appreciate you stepping out there representing us, but that's great that you were able to make solid connections, and I know it'll, you know, turn out into fruit and come to fruition one day where it benefits everybody. I think that everybody needs to understand that's what we're after is a collective of people trying to help each other. Right. You know, we say it all the time. We're, we're all we got. We all we got is the proper way to say it. But, um, 
word, that, word, word. You know what I'm saying? But that that's what we have to to stay in that that path where you know it's not always one sided. Right. And sometimes you are just the cheerleader, but you should be genuine in that. And I think you know you apply that effort to Amelia Parker's campaign. We wish her nothing but the best. Unfortunately, I'm an Oak Ridge resident, but if you're not, get out and vote. You know, if you haven't registered, go ahead and take care of that. And let's let's see the city council be more reflective. As you were saying, let's let's see it be a reflection of the actual population. So without further ado, let's segue into Mr. CT's segment. I think he's got something uh, a little different, but still a little flavor of life. Let's what's going on in your world, sir? Well, welcome to the whew, spicy portion of the show. But today ain't really spicy, but we are gonna put some seasoning on this because today feels more of like a personable show. It feels like we're sitting here, we're talking about events and everything that's happening with us. So, let's be a little more personal and let's talk about something we all love. Music. And when we talk about music, we all like all types of music. But there's a genre in particular that we are all drawn to. And that's hip-hop. So, going through the news, looking for uh, different things to talk about. And I ran across an article... Uh, this article basically is giving the 15, and let me go to the article because I want to, the, the 15 greatest hip-hop songs of all time. All time. Now, that's big. Mm-hmm. That is saying that these are the greatest songs of all time. Are they all by Nas? No, but he didn't make the list. You better make a list. He's, He's on the list. list. He's he, on the list. He's even though favorite rapper. Even though the song, I don't believe that's his greatest song. It is in not. My opinion. It is not. But so Uchi Wally. Mm. First of all, Uchi Wally is a <laughs> classic. <laughs> I don't Boy, care what y'all I, say. Club banger. I mean, I, I didn't. I mean, I mean <laughs> club banger. Go ahead, yeah. continue. <laughs> but. This right here is, it opens, it's a part of life that opens up a conversation. When it comes to music, everybody loves music. Now it opens up for you to have a dialogue about music and what you think about it, which is pretty cool to me because entertainment's my thing. And music, movies, things of that nature, I'm drawn to because I love to have conversations about those things. So, what we want to do, first and foremost, let's define what a greatest of all time is as far as hip-hop music goes what are some criteria that you feel I mean one of the biggest things I think everybody can say I know it's vague but you know the beat has to draw you in I mean yeah lyrics are you know and I think that solidifies the track but the beat has to draw you in I mm-hmm. mean I think back to um, Equimini you know, until you like really listen to beats, the the you know they didn't really. Uh, that's you know, that, I think we all felt that way yeah. at that time. You know, I can speak when you first really started listening. Like so, to me, a beat. You know, the two basic things: beat and the lyrics. You know, style. You know, is a, another point. Like because you're not drawn to some style. Mm-hmm. Like the way some people flow is just not appealing or it's not doesn't hit your ear the right way but a beat right 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 can help mellow that out miss david oh i'm a lyricist like even when it comes to the beat 
a lot of people look for different things in the beat where it's like, oh, well, can I dance to it? Or, you know, is it a, a mellow track? I want to hear what you have to say. Okay. You know, I guess it's the intellectual in me that really wants to see what value are you bring to the table. How can you really pull me into it where I can listen to this, you know, acapella and be able to say I can vibe with that. I can, I can absolutely vibe with that. And I think the portion of that comes to I'm an emotional music listener. So when I feel a certain way, I go after certain songs right. that yeah. are able to communicate the same feeling right. and story that I'm having. And it helps to be a level of therapy for me. Okay. So, I, and, and again, I like a good beat. I love to dance. So I definitely appreciate the beat. But mm-hmm. I, I, I have to stand and represent for the, the lyricist. What say you, sir? Well, this, I mean, all the stuff that you guys said is correct in every way. But I think the biggest thing that makes it an all-time hit is if it's timeless. If it's a song that you played back when you were growing up, and you can still play it now, and it goes the same way. Like Ice Ice Baby. No. <laughs> Not so much. that different? Slightly. But then again, in certain realms, you throw on Ice Ice Baby, and... <laughs> going down. <laughs> everybody's in there doing the sprinkler, and it's getting popping. <laughs> I'm just saying. <laughs> this is all you seeing. Oh, you see it happening. Okay, we're doing a sprinkler dance. Like we're never recording anymore. So it, I mean, <laughs> everybody's doing it, but it it works. Right, it works. Right. So we want to go with all the criteria that we have. Let's go over it and see what we say about this list. Now, are these in order or just? This is in no pick? particular order. Okay. I don't believe because okay. the reason I say that is because the first song. It's a great song. I think it's a classic song, too. And it may be one of the best of all times, but it wouldn't be one that I would put a third myself. And so there you have it. I mean, it's still all in opinion. Yes, everything's in opinion. Right. Everything's in opinion. So the first song we have, Troy, They Reminisce Over You, Pete Rock and C.L. Smooth. Great song. Nobody can deny this. This is a song that puts you in a place... Like David said, it's mood music. When you're in the mood and you really want to take it back, throw that on and you just vibe it. That's why Pandora, my 90s hip hop, love that. Right. Love to turn that on. Just sit there and vibe to it. Next, we have Shook Ones, part two, Mob Deep. Ain't no such thing as a halfway crook. No, no. Great song. <laughs> it's a great song, but I, me personally, I don't believe that's one of the greatest of all time. Okay. Has a great beat. And actually, their rhymes is one of those songs that I didn't listen to when it first came out. But a little later in life, I did listen to it. Great bars. The beats smashing. It's a good song. But not great. Next, you have UNITY by Queen Latifah. UNITY. Hey. Anybody hears the song, you're going to go in on it. You know it. But is it a greatest of all time? Yes. You say yes? And what is your reason for saying yes? I did 
And, and and I can say yes because for the Femsies, mm-hmm. when Queen Latifah and Moni Love came, then it was right. impactful right. to me. And she was standing up as a queen, not a hoe, not a thought, not you yeah. know, a, you know. We of course most of women were relegated to a video hoe. Um, it wasn't like she was talking dirty, and she was just carrying herself with a level of queendom. Okay. Is the name of her album. <laughs> but it was beautiful to be able to recognize that and identify that and that was one of those things that shaped the culture for a lot of young black women like myself and a lot of dudes out there will sit there and they'll did you like that song nah I do I like that but if it came on they were saying you and I T-Y too is so it true the message was universal I mean, yeah it, it really was but I get like they've ever yeah, said, yeah. a very positive example for them at the time and going forward and again, back to your timeless. Yes. It is still appropriate now. Yes. So yes. I think it does qualify. Jesus Walks, Kanye West. Now, this one right here, personal feelings aside. No, I'm not even talking about him as per- Con- right. This is the thing. Me personally, I have got to the point where I can separate Kanye the person from Kanye the musician, the rapper, the genius that he is when it comes to music. This right here, when it dropped, was something special from the gate. And it's still something special until today, in my opinion. It's a great song. I think this right here actually is a timeless piece. I believe this one, I believe they got it right on this one. In my in my own personal opinion. Anybody else want to talk about that? Jesus walks Kanye West. Are we ready to move to the next? And you know, I think Jesus walked Kanye West. Um, through, you know, through the wire was probably more of an impactful song, but College Dropout was more of an impactful album. I mean, album. Yeah, the album all together. Yes. yes. So you know, when you look at Kanye's transition through it all, he definitely is going to be a classic forever. Yeah. I can't, I, being able to pin that down to one Which song, song is hard. You. It's probably easier to say, you know, put it down to one statement. It was like, President Bush hates black people. You know, yeah, yeah, right, right, right. <laughs> I'm going to let you finish. I'm going to let you oh, finish. Oh, yeah. oh okay. <laughs> Wait a minute. See, that's two statements. That's two different statements. Dang it. Look. Well, he's, he's got a few more that has yeah. been out since then. So, yeah. the, you know, that, that, but, that dragon energy. Okay. Right. The thing is, you, it, it's, with him, he's such a complex individual in a way that you have to under, it's not understand him but as far as him and music goes he is something different because yeah I think it's once in a generation it's like he like I don't know if y'all watch his Sunday services or whatever but I watch some of those and the way he's flipping the songs that it's, we grew up on he is yeah yes. Woo. And he's making those songs, and it's just like, ooh, that wow. was so hot. Pun intended. You can tell he was genuine about yes. what he was doing. Yes, I mean, yes. It was amazing. And did you see the clip where he was in Chicago, and he was on the st- he was on stage, and they were doing it, and he stopped it. And he was like, "We in Chicago." That's the song. Y'all need to grateful. Sing. Y'all need to sing. Y'all need to sing that right. And he's walking around with the Bible and stuff. But you can t- and you can but the same way you saw him when he was in the studio making beats for Jay Z or himself, 
that's how he was on that stage. And you knew he was in that moment as far as with the music itself. And it's just like, wow. Right. You, you know, honestly, you felt like he was getting that. He came to a place where it almost felt like he was back in his old Kanye music ways. I but, think it's a place of peace when you yes. really, yes. when you step into your calling, whatever that is in life. Right. It's not put a religious thing on anything, but message. When you are working in your divine, unique purpose, what you're supposed to be doing in your life, and when mm-hmm. yay making music, like all the noise goes away. Yes. All I mean, like I can literally be sitting here just doing some paperwork and some contract, and hours will pass. So I can identify with that, and you know. That is so awesome that he has gotten back to a place right. where he is recognizing and walking in his true purpose, which is music. And yes. it's a beautiful thing. Yes, 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 yes. All right. Let's get to the next one because we can be on these all day. Mm-hmm. Talk about this especially. I love this. Next we have on the end, Fight the Power, Public Enemy. Now, it was a, it was, it was a move for the culture. Uh-huh. And it played a big part at that time. It was during the time of Do the Right Thing. It was on the soundtrack, the video. Spike Lee produced the video. All these things were happening. But I don't know if it would be termed as a greatest of all time. Or would you be... Or I think what they probably were thinking is it's greatest of all time for the impact it had on society at the time. Or what it was trying to bring across at that time. But I don't know. As I'm not decades, but somewhat younger than y'all, was like not fully cognizant of right. the impact of this song. I mean, you know, Chuck D's line about Elvis, you know. Right. Okay. And then Flavor Flay's line about John Wayne. <laughs> you know, it, it, it made you like question, I guess. You know, these people are upheld in society. Why do they feel that way? Because you're naive to what's really going on in the world. Right. So it made you look into those things. Yes. And then when you started to live it, you can go back and like... I, I understand it. Right. But by going back and looking at things from a retrospect, I mean, I think it served its purpose. I mean, I think they did their job, got their point across, I believe. I mean, I think it was effective. It was effective. Um, again, I remember PE like my seventh, eighth grade year of you know middle school. Mm-hmm. Um, and I of course remember it in the movie, mm-hmm. but I can't say that that's one of the really impactful songs for me. Gotcha. It was a song that I knew. Right. Um, I think if I were to have a impactful song during that same time frame, and I maybe I'm a little later with that, but kind of approaching the same message. Self-destruction was probably... Yes. Self-destruction was one that was much more impactful. I would consider that more of a classic because it brought so many people in from different groups and they were able to speak as a collective. That one and the one that they did on the West Coast. We're all in the same game. Yeah. 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 That was a good one, too. Yeah. I mean, and it lines up there with um, We Are the World. Yeah. But it's a... Yeah. it's a it's a more edgy version for the the time for the culture absolutely yes. and I mean and that's cool and I remember that easy song. easy's verse and uh, we're all in the same game mm-hmm. I think that was a perfect person to choose to close that out 
Last but not least, Easy's no sell out. So if you can't hang in the streets, then get the hell out. I'm not trying to tell you what to do. You got your own freedom of choice of who, who to listen to. You know, good from bad, bad from five, right from wrong. And you're still singing the same song. My baby ain't never hurt nobody, but you still got smoked at Bebe's party. Right. You're not the first. You're not the last. You're just a short story from the past. You're dead now. Not a one, but a zero. Easy E. Bonavira. If you and me, lyrics, I know we used to be sitting around listening to music. I start saying stuff like, what are you talking about? That's not the line. <laughs> but if I'm remembering that, that's impactful. And I see where you're coming from as far as with the time period and it being more impactful. Oh, yeah. As far as the lyrics. So. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Next on the list, F the Police. Hey. NWA. Yes. Absolutely. I, I think the timeless thing that we're talking about. Right. A <laughs> when we say timeless, it fits. <laughs> yeah. That, it had that, the yeah. music. Yes. It yes. had the lyrics. Yes. And it definitely is one of those songs that I was at the gas station just a few minutes ago coming here and the dude was playing NWA. Timeless. Mm-hmm. He was still playing Boys in the Hood at the BP at Asheville Highway. Oh, Rutledge my Highway. kids know the song. <laughs> yes. So let's. here's the question. Today. Yes. What's that, what's that, 86, 85, that song came out? Is this one more impactful, or is there another song in their catalog that you feel is more impactful, or greatest of all time? This one's more impactful. This is, this is, this the, is, more impactful. This is the greatest. It is, is because it was very political, but it was also very street. I but mean, it was showing you, too, it, what yeah. was going on at the time. And, and mind you, he came out long before the Rodney King verdict. It right. was almost a prophecy in that respect of letting you know this is what is reflective of what's going on and now you take it forward so that was 86 so here we are what 25 years later right. 80, 30 years later yeah and we're looking like okay well it's 2000 it's and, worse and yeah, people the are like is the police has not made it any easier they apparently well at any rate <laughs> yes i still feel like this is this is a hands down classic of all the songs that you mentioned so far this would be my first classic on that list. And I feel also this one is one of those songs, too, that I feel that it fits the uh, all-time greats because it paints a picture. They were being storytellers for their neighborhood. Right. They were painting a picture of what was going on. And then when it did branch out, when did it spread? The reason it spread was because... They weren't the only ones that were going through it. Mm-hmm. People were listening to them, and they were talking about this happens where I live too, and so it got the ball rolling. So, hands down, we got the first one. Okay, next we have "Paid in Full," Eric B. and Rakim. See, maybe the people who created this list they were of a particular zip code. Age. Yes. <laughs> okay, so you know what? There's a whole lot of factors that might align with why this person got this list. I'm a Rakim fan. Yeah. Cannot say that that's my favorite song. Gotcha. Cannot. I mean, literally cannot. I think it was the most commercialized song. Okay. Mm-hmm. And sometimes that goes along with it. The one that you get the most radio play with, that you hear over and over again, like you were talking about Ice Ice Baby. Well, you hear it so much on the radio, you like, all right, stop, collaborate and listen. Yeah. My grandmama know the lyrics to right. it. The reality of it is going to make it a, a good that, song. That's what today's music, to me, that's a, what you have a lot of. 
and it's like uh it's one song that's out right now uh it's by lizzo first of all you better not say nothing bad about that song first, why wait, me and Grace right till it's time to be wait great. a minute wait a minute when i first heard Woo! it all oh, i heard so the viking all I heard was all this screaming. That's what that's that's the first thing that hit me. I just screaming. DNA test found out so I'm a hundred percent. So it's like it was like and I remember I was sitting in the car with Caden and I was like, This song is garbage. He said He said, Yeah, Dad, you're right. This is garbage. And we were sitting there just talking. But then weeks afterwards, and if you're in Knoxville ever and you get a radio station, uh if you're listening to one oh four point five, this song will be played at least Yes. But it got to the point that when the songs start coming on, I'd catch myself in the moment. <laughs> seeing it. Twerking in the car. I I'm telling you the, the best line or my favorite line of that song. I put the sing in single. Yeah. I ain't gonna lie. I can't even lie. <laughs> so how many more songs are on the list? <laughs> we're, we're well, going wait a minute, wait a minute. Because first of all, first of all, let me tell you, that song is more than almost three years old, two years yeah, old. Yeah, 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 yeah. And yeah. it was highly slept on. But when you go back and you look at the lyrics, even Oprah came out and was like, this is a classic. Wait a minute, how many times Oprah done stepped up and said a song is a classic? Because we don't talk bad about mother. Exactly. So, but <laughs> lyrically... I'm, lyrically, the song is actually phenomenal. She took time and effort. She poured her heart out into it. And that's the one thing I like about music, when yeah. people pour their heart into it and yes. you really connect with them. There's a different thing when people sing, like mm-hmm. the R&B. You can hear the soul. Yes. But the, there's another aspect from hip-hop when people are actually pouring out their soul and putting it into words. Right. So when you know she was like, you're supposed to hold me down. But you holding me back. Yeah. And that's the sound of me not calling you back. Oh, I, I can understand that. I can identify with that where, you know, you are dating someone and you're like, well, we can be cool, but I don't want you to start taking away from my business. Right. I, I would like to help you with your business. Uh, you starting to put me off on hold like I'm not important. I had something to do. It turned into business. Look at that. It, 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 we came we came back. Oh, no, because I put the lyric up on that on my own post. <laughs> And I actually, I think I tagged you when it was like, oh, no, this, this song just told my whole life story. Yeah. Like, literally, and it was like, oh, um, what, did, what did she say? She was like, um, I'm going to call you back. Oh, no, I don't play it. I don't play tag. We don't do that. No, don't worry about it. Your, your friend, he already in my deal. But these are the realities. <laughs> Welcome to the song. <laughs> Hot girl summer is over. Welcome to Sodom. Sodom. You heard it here first. You better go ahead and copyright that. LeBron, LeBron was talking about. I mean, I, I'm still, I still can't believe he tried that. But, but yeah, I love this. I, I do think that song. That song definitely goes in the archives for me. It, it does, and I'm not worried about a ring on my finger. I really want to start my business. I was trying to help you with your business, mm-hmm. and you decided that you wanted to hold me back and keep me away from my business. No, Cuddy, that's not what we do. No, no. absolutely Cuddy. no. Nah, and, and, Cuddy. And, and wait a minute, I'm not nah, trying to be your Cuddy. side chick. You're trying to hide all this. Nah, what is, Cuddy. What you about to nah, do? Nah, Cuddy. Hold on, the, the lady in the, the mm-hmm. V. You don't even, but but it's it's one of those things where I think it's very relatable. 
and the because it was a relatable for so many women across the country, right? Even all the way up to Mother Oprah, then it it will go in a classic, and I don't even know if that's even mother. Mother, M U V A. Word mother. Word to your mother. Word mother, kid. Yes, Oprah. I'll see speaking you of in word, January. Speaking of word mother, your man's in them is next. We have it ain't hard to tell by Nas. It's mm. the greatest of all time. Now, Nas has a plethora in his catalog. Word. This particular song. It's a good, no, it's not a good song. It's a great song. Mm-hmm. Great song. I'm pretty sure DJ Premier is probably behind it. The thing about it is, I think he's made better songs. He has. And one song I think is better is If I Rule the World. Tell him why you mad, son. <laughs> tell him why you mad, son. <laughs> tell, tell him, like, he, 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 I want you to try it on a train. But. If I rule the world, I think is, I think that's more classic than this song. And I think it, it may be that it's one of those things where people don't consider it a classic because it was more commercial. I guess because it branched out video and everything, and it was being heard everywhere. But I think that's better. You're the Nas connoisseur. I am. Why don't you tell us what you think? Or what should be in place of this song here? Well, you remember not too long ago, maybe it was a year or two ago, that Nas actually performed with the um, the Philharmonic Symphony. Yes, 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 yes. And he played what I feel like is one probably my number one song. Now, let me let me back up. Mm-hmm. First of all, the only reason why they use "Ain't Hard to Tell" is because on the Illmatic. Illmatic was five mics on the source, so they just felt like, okay, well, we need to go ahead and throw a song on here, and that's the one that we recognize that we can identify with. However, however, I do believe It Was Written was a better album, Mm -hmm. which, of course, goes back to... It, it goes back to a lot of, you know, different opportunities. Because it's a lot of different music. I can't remember. How many studio albums are we at? 15? No, it's not 15, but it's like close to 11 or 12? Yes. Okay. And which, of course, you know, the Lost Tapes 2 just dropped. So, I mean, we're, we constantly are getting music and that's, yeah. that's beautiful. Um, it's really hard for me as the Nas number eight fan in the whole world. Who's yes. ahead of you? Number of the people who have tattoos and the people who pay a thousand dollars for a concert ticket but don't actually sit backstage with him. See those are the people that I aspire to be but I want to be greater than them. Right. So I I need to make sure that, you know, we have it's on the vision board. It's on the list yes. of the different things that I want to do. I I want to sit down and have a conversation about Keontes, and I, he's never made a song and rapping about Malbec, so I wanted to be able to share my experience with fine wine with him, because clearly, between his Keontes and her, his Bordeaux, he loves fine wines, and I want to be able to communicate with him on that level. I don't want to talk about his music. I want to maybe talk about some of these venture capitalist opportunities he has, and be able to share his mind frame, but I want to know him on that level. Um, as far as the music, mm-hmm. 
Now, you asked me who was ahead of me. That's why I, I kind of broke down. I, I'm, I'm still growing to be number eight to number one. Okay. But as far as the music, I think my favorite song of all time is Life's a Bitch. And, of course, mm. it's with he and AZ. I was about to say, yeah. yeah so yeah, it's not true. even him individually. But, you know, when I was in a really funky space yesterday, I spent probably two or three hours listening to Nas. And even, I think, right now, my favorite song is Everything. But because his lyrics are mm-hmm. just so timeless and they fit into different right, scenarios, right. he has told my whole life story in every part of his catalog. So if, you know, if it be Cherry Wine, um, you know, it's so many different... If we were listening to Rewind, Rewind was one of the greatest songs. That solidified him as me to me as the greatest rapper ever. When he wrote a whole song backwards, like who does that? Who does that? And even I, oh yeah, you gotta hear that. And I gave you power, like when he did it from the third person perspective, as though he was the gun. Mm. So he did. I gave you power, and Mm -hmm. it was written. But he did that, and then Tupac came behind it and did the song "Me and My Bitch." Oh, okay. Yes, yes. But he did it from the, and he did it from such an intellectual and a well thought out place that it just always makes you sit back. It's almost like you don't even hear the music anymore. You start dissecting it. And I, even still, yesterday I was listening to something I cannot recall off the top of my head. But he said something yesterday, and being a, I mean, literally a fan for twenty five years, mm-hmm. I was like, oh my god, I didn't even know he said that. Still that's find it. That, that shows that you're great too if you can still go back and find things. Yes, absolutely. Shit, if you can still go back and find things, if anything happens. I've got nothing. Got nothing for you. Wow, nothing on Nas at all. You know what oh. you wallet? <clears throat> <laughs> it, it qualifies as a classic. I'm going to divert to the number eight fan <laughs> who's, who's currently on, on the uptick. I think she's like 7.83 now. So. She's going in the right direction. Trending. You know, if you check the disclaimer and the thank you, I, I do shout out Nas. Hey, way to go. Nas gets a shout out on her book. Shout out to Nas. And now she's throwing all her CDs. <laughs> and we're, we're seeing the collection. So how's that? Is that the, with Nas it? No, no, no. We still have some more. I mean, is there something else you want to go to? We can stop there. We can come back to the list. It's it's up to you. It's your your world. Your world is. I mean, if you have some more other ideas that we were going through the show, or some subjects that you want to touch on, we can stop here and then come back to it. Go ahead. Continue on. All right. Next is one that I think the new generation is actually coming up. Is coming into it is protect your neck by the Wu Tang Clan. Protect your neck. I don't believe this is a classic or a greatest of all time song. Did Ice Cream make the list? I don't believe so. And that's the one. I either Ice Cream or Cream. One or the other, I believe, is going to have a more lasting impression than Protect Protect Your Neck. Don't get me wrong. It's a great song. It vibes good, and it's Wu-Tang at its rawest because that's where they first came out. 
But you have two other songs that were just like you could put ice cream on right now in the club and it's still gonna rock. Summertime banger. Yeah, 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 yeah. I I don't I don't know that. It's it's very and Wu Tang's making the big comeback now. I don't even I won't say it's a comeback, but yeah, they said don't call it a comeback. So he been here for years. They are they got their TV series now and the documentary that was on Showtime. All these different things are happening. So, but I don't believe that is it. Ah, oh, here's one, and this probably is going to be up for debate. Juicy, the notorious B.I.G. Hmm. Yeah, this one here. It's. I, you know. Message. You know, to the point that you all. Yes. Lyrics. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because it's still all good. <laughs> you don't know. Now you know. Now, now you know. It's it's still all good. So I mean, I think yeah, still still able to rock it. There is message and it, it is uh, you know it speaks to us as business owners as like you know to keep going right to go from negative to positive i mean it's you know i remember the days we yes you know christmas when stuff, i used to eat you know, sardines for dinner you know i, I mean you because i think we've all been in struggles in those times yes. that you know is it going to get better is this worth it you know i again I don't want to belabor the point, David, but I, I'm encouraged by your strength to go from nine to five to like, I'm going out to do this. Like not, you know, even when you shared, you know, you shared off air about the response from your, your, your warm network. Mm-hmm. Like they were just like, no, that's crazy. You can't do this. Like, wow, my support system is not <laughs> supportive at all. <laughs> Oh my gosh, this bridge just fell through. So, again, I think uh, we want to iterate to everybody that these songs, you know, are timeless. The Notorious <laughs> sponsored by Henderson. But we want everybody to understand, like, you have to be well-rounded. And these songs, you know, to Dave's point about being in the mode, like, when you have a bad day, you can throw on the classic and let it rock out. And you can work through yeah. issues. You know, yes. you can work through ideas. Um, I think we can all remember back in school doing homework to music. Yeah, and, and yeah. Sometimes yeah. when you were just having a problem, shut the book, just let a couple tracks play, vibe out, and then like, oh, there it is right there. So mm-hmm. same as in business. I think that's why these things are classic. They were a part of your childhood, your adolescence through teenage years mm-hmm. to early adulthood, and now that you're trying to become solidified, I ain't saying we grew up, but, you know, it's... It's part of maturing, and when that song still endears to your heart or spirit. I think this one might be number two that is on the list that we, I feel like we all agree could be, or is one of the greatest of all time songs. Talk to me. I, I, I believe because it's, it's, the lyrics are, it speaks to anybody at any age. Mm-hmm. If you really listen to what he's saying, because he's saying it, he thought it was a dream, mm-hmm. and he made that dream reality. Yeah. He talks about how he has come up from when he was just, you know, struggling to eat sardines for dinner, all this different stuff. Super and Nintendo Sega Genesis. Genesis. When, when I was dead, dead broke, man, man I, I couldn't picture this. this. You know, when you got <laughs> lines like that and you have people everywhere like it's when an it, encouragement, when it's motivation. It, it's motivation, but when it still drops today, I don't care where you are, you're gonna have people spinning those lines. 
even the youngsters Definitely. know that. So yeah, that that right there. No doubt. For sure. No doubt. No, I, I and I definitely always give big ups to B.I.G. because I think that was a great talent that was cut short. Mm. You know, quintessential storyteller. Mm. There was a whole lot more that he had to say. Yes. That we just weren't privileged to. Um, but I, I think there was a heart of what I really loved about B.I.G. He was the opposite. Nas was always going to be a star because he had a, an attractive visual appearance. Mm-hmm. B.I.G. had to come out on raw talent just because of his size. And never that man, he, he said black and ugly as ever. However. Yes. However, Jeeves. I say coochie down to the socks. To the socks. Rings. <laughs> Whoa, God. Ooh. And 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 so take that back to business. I was sitting here, a gentleman sitting in your same seat just a couple of days ago, and and I told him, you know, you need to start your videos. You need to start just doing motivational videos and things of that nature. Mm -hmm. Very similar to what you were doing. And he was like, "Well, I can't do that. I need to get my life together." Well, who's to say what it means for you to get your life all the way together and that level of perfection that you're trying to esteem to? Right. You can very easily do it while you might be living on an air mattress. I don't care. Right. You know, it may be the fact that you're telling people who you are and where you are and starting to build your audience. And that's the thing about B.I.G. When he was on the rooftop selling drugs, he was still building an audience and he was connecting with people and mm-hmm. people identified. And like we said before, if they know you like me and respect you, then they'll do business with you. So whether you selling me rocks or you selling me tracks, then I'm going to get behind you. So I really had to communicate to this guy, no, you don't need to get your life together. You need to start putting out videos and content so people can identify with you where you are. They can watch your growth and they can still see over that growth time frame. Well, you know, I see a little bit of change, but overall, you're still pretty much the level genuine person. Mm-hmm. You know, that was the one thing that's going to attract your audience and make them go with you for the longer period of time. So, yeah, B.I.G., yeah, they took him away from us way too soon. Yes. And I definitely appreciate, he was a great lyricist. He was definitely... Storyteller part that you just said. Yeah. I always point tell people, that is one thing that makes a great rapper, too, or yeah. MC. If you can paint a picture and tell the story, you are on your Bingo. way as far as music. And I, the example I point out with him is... And a lot of people, I don't know if they like it or listen to it, but it really doesn't matter because this one song is a great story. I got a story to tell. Oh, man. From beginning to end on that, he paints this visual. And you can just, while you're listening, you have it running through your head how this whole thing went. And it's just like... And it's very plain. It's like, it it doesn't make you struggle to figure out what a Harry Potter type of... Yeah. None of that. It's like, no, okay, I've seen the rooftops in New York. No problem. I've seen people up there. Okay, I know what drug dealers look like and wearing a coochie. Because you gotta remember, Bill Cosby was wearing coochies. Yeah, yeah, nobody was. Yeah, Yeah. very true. (laughs) But, no, no, no. Juicy definitely can stay on the list. Alright, next we have Nothing But a G Thing. Dr. Dre featuring Snoop Dogg. 
So G Thing absolutely. Did I skip that? G Thing was absolutely a great track. I, I mean, I, I definitely. It gave a different perspective. It definitely spoke to the party environment. Um, can't say that I'm the biggest Snoop or Dre fan. Right. But I can definitely respect its positions they had. I think they opened the way back up for the West Coast after right. NWA shut it down so many years before. I don't really think, I think there was a gap between NWA and Snoop. So it was really beneficial for them to, I know that there was music coming out of there. What was the guy's name? Um, Mac Dre or somebody who was really. He was from the Bay. He was from the Bay and he was really popular, but he never really made it commercial. Right. So there was that dynamic of. They knew you in this spectrum, but yeah. they didn't really see you on a commercial E-40, worldwide. E40, uh, so, short all those were out there. But Now, back to business, it was phenomenal that what Dre took from his experience in working with NWA and leveraging his relationship right. to turn that back around to say, when I set Snoop off, I'm going to set him off in a place that is going to be much greater than what our local rappers to do, I can leverage him and put him up mm. on a different platform and that will ensure that from day one he gets a greater notoriety and he also is able to get greater promotion and be able to get, you know, more parties, more money for his albums and things of that nature. I think it is super phenomenal that Dre was able to leverage his previous relationship with NWA and turn that into something phenomenal. Not just for Snoop, because Snoop, Drake got paid. He, he, it wasn't but, like he went broke behind this situation. But not only mm-hmm. that, another thing to his business acumen. Boom. He did it twice. Right. And then showed Eminem, Eminem how to do it. Yeah. Mm-mm. And then he showed Eminem how to do it and Eminem did it with 50. Yeah. Right. That's what I'm saying. So not only did, did he have his system, he was able to duplicate it through someone else. And yeah. as a business owner, that's how you create success. Because First of all, is there any ice cube on this list? I don't know, but I know I skipped a song, and I'm sorry. <laughs> but uh, we were going to finish this up. My bad. I need to cut you off while you're saying. Go ahead, dude. Okay, so the song that I did forget is a great one, too. And I'm mad at myself for doing this. Scenario, Tripod Quest. So what's so what's so what's the scenario? Hey, yo, Bo knows this. What? And Bo knows that. What? Bo knows Jack Lock. And Bo knows What do you know? Yeah. Yeah. I I I think this is a keeper in my opinion. Absolutely. I think it's Thomas. I think it's one of those things where they they were like one of the first hip hop groups to really blur the lines as far as just being not not focusing on being street. They could have a street edge if they wanted to. They were from those neighborhoods, but they were focused on being themselves and making music. That people wanted to hear. They were, they initiated the blurred movement, that black nerd movement. Yes, yes. And that was so, because there was a dynamic of, I don't want to be a street guy running around with a gun. Because I'm not. I'm not. I mean, who's making music for me to be able, so between, you know, the tribe and, um, um, Charlie Brown and Buster Rhymes and everybody. Yeah, Native Tongue. Native Tongue. Native Tongue is it, uh, Jungle Brothers. Jungle Brothers. All of them, uh, you know, yeah. they really created Moni Love. And yeah, even Tri- and, um, Queen, Queen Latifah, Latifah was in there. They yeah. were all part of that collective. It was like, we are just normal people that like the music. And and mind you, one person that we left out was the original Blurred. The original Blurred. 
was Will Smith. Yeah. You know, yeah. I mean, mind yeah. you, yeah. you've always been top ten for me. Always be top ten for me. Um, because it wasn't about robbing somebody or killing somebody yeah. or the Parents negative life. He was giving you real, what his life was. But when you grow up in a middle Excuse middle me. class income household, these are the things that you can identify with. You know, hey, I seen a girl and she was too young and I put her in the car and, yeah. you know, next thing you know, I'm getting pulled over by the cops and my parents are like, she's only 14. Yes, parents don't understand. But those were the things, like, those were the real problems that we had. And, and even, you know, Nightmare on My Street. Let's mm-hmm. uh, see. Um, Charlie Mack is the first out the limo. That blurred movement that all started with him, and it also communicated back down to tribe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I I definitely, definitely see scenario, and I remember the video scenario. Yes, yes. And I think that was like Art Deco in a respect that most people don't look at art and see all of the translations that they put together with that and then Moni Love coming from New England from um, England yeah right. from the United Kingdom it was like oh wow this is transcended borders yes. of regular people you didn't have to be a thug you didn't have to say after police or anything like that in order to enjoy and appreciate yes. rap music so yeah scenario definitely it goes on my list as a classic as a, as a top 15 classic a top 10 classic for sure. Okay. Because I was just thinking about it. Me personally, I think Check the Rod. Mike. And Mike, this is all, again, a matter of opinion. Remember that, people. This is our opinions. These are our opinions, rather. Next on the list, Ghetto Boys. My mind's playing tricks on me. This year, Halloween fell on a weekend. Me and my brothers trick or treating. Robbing little kids for bags. Till I'm gonna pick up my hand art. So I'll speed it up. R.I.P. Bushwick. Man, man. Right? R.I.P. Bushwick. No, that's that's a classic. I remember when my brother and I, we were um, young, and we used to change the lyrics of the songs around. And this was one of the songs that we took around. So it wasn't Thanksgiving fell. I mean, it wasn't Halloween fell on the weekend. Thanksgiving fell on the weekend. Me and my brother was eating chicken, robbing our cousins for bags, till my grandma got behind our ass. So we speeded up the pace and took a look back. A cheesecake was in my face. <laughs> <laughs> Snack pack hit. <laughs> Snack pack hit indeed. But but it, it was also one of those songs that inspired us. It really it helped to be able to tell a story yep. in a very plain language that two kids from Knoxville could be able to say, I'm a rapper too. Mm-hmm. Because we could take that same cadence. They could take that same style and we could feel a little bit of confidence in ourselves and be able to incorporate that in our own and that to that end, as a business owner, there's something to be said for staying in your lane. If you look across all these songs, these artists, even though they span time and they're timeless, we all see them as classics. They have their own niche as far yeah. as their music yes. and how they approach the song. They never tried to be like somebody else. And I think that's another thing. Is being original, being genuine, being authentic. I mean, I want to be one off. I don't want to be 
the next yeah. this guy or the next that guy. And I think that's something like we all have to be cognizant of as we're doing business, as we're growing as business owners. Uh, I know we talked a little bit about, you know, the duplication with Dre. You know, he leveraged his relationships to help Snoop and Eminem, but then he taught it to Eminem. And Snoop in the same way where he put Daz and everybody on. Yeah. So, I mean. Daz and Eminem cut their own They still teeth. have their But they own. cut their teeth with Snoop. Right. So, I mean, it does help across the thing. But if, if I could get one, you know, opine on the whole thing is. I think it's just a whole list of number ones. I mean, it really, like, it, it depends on the the, <laughs> the, the context, the situation, yeah. what's going on. But I could put all of these on a CD and just let it ride. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. Mean, this would be a great playlist. Great playlist. We've got two more songs. We've got Keep Your Head Up, Tupac, next. Oh. <laughs> okay. Okay. It's. I mean, it's a. It's a. Does it? Does. I don't think classic. No. Okay. I mean, I mean, I know somebody out there when they listen to it is gonna be like, "You're crazy," but I, in all honesty, I would probably put ambitions as a writer. I can't deny it. I'm a straight writer. And I think the reason that one would be one is because. Before he dropped it, he let Mike Tyson have it before he could come out to it for his fight. And that right there, and that was in a time period where Mike Tyson was at his peak. So it basically like painted a picture for like the thoughts of Mike Tyson. So feels on that. And last but not least, we have Jay-Z. Who? Oh, wow. <laughs> somebody, I think somebody has something to say. Jay Z, so I understand where she's getting it. I, ether, I, ether. I, I know, I know. Well, I, you know what, Jay Z, you know, I'm not a businessman, but I am a, a businessman, business and I can, I can respect that. And and the one thing about Jay Z is he has, I think he's kept his ears close to the street. He's kept his ears to what people want to hear, and he has aligned himself with an audience that is going to ensure that he keeps creating the record sales and he Did keeps I say getting the song? promotion. Hmm? Did I say the song? Sure. Oh, I was asking if I did say it because <laughs> we were already talking. So I just, oh no, I want to give it a song. It's Dead Presidents. Mm-hmm. The reason I paused on that is because you were your feelings about Nas. And you were talking about who? I'm out for presidents to represent me. Say what? what? I'm out for presidents to represent. Okay, I don't mean what? That's, that was petty. And again, I know, <laughs> I know that they done came together. They done squashed right. their beef yes, and all yes. that other stuff. Um, never been a Jay-Z fan. But I can absolutely respect his fluff. Because he, he is a phenomenal storyteller. He definitely has a great cadence and style that... The way that he says things, it kind of keeps you on the hook. So I can appreciate that about him as a lyricist and also about a professional as a business owner. Because, again, he's still sitting up with Warren Buffett. He's sitting up with, you know, Bill Gates Mm -hmm. and some of the top in the billionaires club. 
And of course, he is the probably the only black rapper business um, billionaire. Right now, he gets yes. Yeah, Puffy comes close, but between him and Beyonce together as a collective, they absolutely make the billionaires club. So you know, it's it's very. Um, I think he's learned a lot about what it takes to run a business, and he uses that strategically in his is his lyrics. I appreciate the 444 album. Yes. Where he talks about financial literacy, and he wants to put people on game about various things. Now, I'm not going to pretend like Nipsey didn't do it long before him. Right. But he has been able to leverage an audience that's much greater, and because he's leveraged that audience, then he gets a bigger reach. So it's very um it's it, he he is the quintessential businessman. I I will not take that from him at all. Will not take that from him. Now, can I actually quote a verse from that song? No. Am I a fan to the degree that I know much about anything? People always throw that lyric at me and was like, we don't need um, we don't believe you, we need more people. That's probably the only Jay-Z lyric that I know because it's birthed in my soul. <laughs> but the reality of it is, mm-hmm. that man understands business. He understands what it takes to be able to market to the streets. Mm-hmm. He understands what it means to be able to communicate with Wall Street. He knows what it means to be able to have lunch and brunch with Warren Buffett and Bill Gates and be able to leverage that into venture capitalist opportunities. He knows what it means to be able to connect with one of the baddest chicks in the game and ensure that the longevity goes on so further. And I mean, I do appreciate, I appreciated the, I was hurt, but I appreciated it. When he had his album in Notre Dame, when he did the 444 album, he had it put into Notre Dame, and I can't remember exactly what it was, but that was huge. That was huge. It wasn't like he was just getting it put at the bus station or a regular record store. Mm-hmm. He got it basically that his album was on display at the freaking Vatican. That's huge. That's huge. And I know I'm probably need to Google it. When you get... No, it definitely... You know, but I would have... I would have chosen Can I Live, but, you know... I mean, you're Jay-Z. Jay-Z's your dog. That's That's your man's in there, right? Okay, so where did he have the album at? Then I don't remember. I don't know. That's his man's in there, but I'm not as fanatic as Okay, what was before 444? I don't know. I don't know. How how can you call yourself a real fan? I'm I'm in the top million. I'm never I'm in the bottom million. How about that? I do a whole birthday celebration for Nas, first of all. Trust me, we saw the But real quickly, let's round it out uh, while she's looking for that. Uh, do y'all have any honorable mentions? Because I want to say a little bit about something and then we'll close awesome. it out. Honorable mentions? Anything that that's near and dear to your heart? Uh, 
my people didn't get on this list. And I believe we have a few tracks that are classics and all-time greats. Outcast. Word. Should have been on this list. Magna Carta was the one that he actually removed the actual Magna Carta and put his album in. That was just cheesy. But, uh, we have... That's when you're in a hot place. <laughs> we have a few songs that could have made this, but... Yeah, I mean, but, like, to Davis' point... His last name's Carter. Carter? Carter? Wow. Marketing. Boom! It, it, marketing is everything. That's why if you graduate with a marketing degree, you make six figures. I don't care what they say about business or any other coding. You can make six figures out of marketing. Yeah. And the card holds real, yeah. Yep, okay. But and the, the list could have been, I mean, like she, like David said, um, demographics and location yes. probably mm-hmm. had a lot to do with that list. Yeah. So again, everybody could you know, come up with their own list. So maybe that's something like to have your list for a bad day, to have your list to work through a problem or something. Get your top fifteen tracks. Make you an album. Yeah, yeah. You know, to keep to keep Can on you your keep phone. Keep on pushing. Because we need that kind of encouragement. Keep on pushing. Just a little bit about uh, patience. Have patience while you're building your business, and sometimes you have to. To let things play out. I was a UGK pocket full of stones on that. Got a pocket full of stones. If you want me to You ain't got to look like that. And it came out July 4th. Okay, so I'm back to doing... <laughs> no. I don't, I don't think regular people understand Holy Grail. Because most people recognize the Jay-Z song Holy Grail. Mm-hmm. Under the Magna Carta outfit album, which I don't think most people connect Carter, Carter, yeah, being his last name. Mm-hmm. But understanding that, yeah, they took the actual Magna Carta off display. The Magna Carta that they use that to, what was that? The agreement to associate. France with America? I know what you're talking about. Yeah. They took that off display for Jay-Z's album. And they put it in its place. And they did that in, in, in such a phenomenal... Like, if you were happen to be one of the people who were in France at that time frame, you didn't see the actual Magna Carta. You seen Magna Carter. That's leveraging and being able to have enough long money to put you in a position that everybody, and even if the people who were there who were visiting didn't even recognize them, the fact that you had enough money and you had enough position and you had enough power to make that happen. Think about it. I mean, the Magna Carta was a big deal for the U.S. It was connected the East with the West. It was when they essentially gave up, and help me if I'm wrong, but when they was like, the French are giving up their possession of the U.S. state, and they're connecting that with the West. Here in the... That was real powerful. Yeah, it really was. 
And and that's and part of the things I think that we as business owners need to recognize. How far are you willing to go? What kind of statement are you willing to make? Because maybe regular people don't identify with the little stuff that you're doing. But some people look at you from a higher level and they're like, that's big shit. And that's sometimes the, the genius of marketing is hiding things in plain sight. Mm-hmm. I mean, you have to, like like you said, where you go back and listen to it 10 years later and it's like, whoa, you yep. didn't realize they were talking about that. Mm-hmm. And it's that genius. It Do is. you have some songs that you think? And, and what about the other it? the people who haven't even been familiar with Jay Z? The one they actually but come would, all know, like the way said, to see the Magna Carta, right. and they see this and it's like they're going to ask questions. And what are they going to do? Go look it up, and you may incorporate new fans from that. It's like this guy must be good. His album's right here. And in in and it's not the Vatican, and I'm I'm trying to look it up this very second, but. Literally, it might as well be the Vatican. It's Notre Dame. It's one of those huge facilities that's historical landmarks. You know, truthfully, that's when I gave the utmost respect to Jay. I probably still don't know a single song. It's okay. It's all you right. know why. Yeah. Because Jay Z is the better man. We know. We know. Because Nas uh, is the better man. Freudian slip. <laughs> Shut up and get in the back. <laughs> All right, positive takes for the week, and let's get out of here. Hey, man, I want y'all to have a good week. I want you to listen to some good music. And also, if you are a small business owner, remember all the things that we were talking about as far as being a all-time greatest, that is in your window. You just have to continue to be persistent, continue to keep pushing, keep moving, and again, live your passion, I'm sorry, find your passion, live your passion, and succeed in your passion. Alright, so for me, I don't want us to have an attitude of gratitude. I, I really just want us to be able to look up and say thank you. Thank you for all the opportunities, thank you for the connections, thank you, you know, so often we look at the negative side of the situation, but we really need to look at the positive side and say, thank you, thank you for the friends, thank you for the connections, thank you for the conversations that allowed us to start this podcast, thank you for willing to come here and continue this podcast after everything that happened with the Red Five crew, you know, thank you. Because there is so much more that we can do when we have an attitude of gratitude. And, yes. And I think a lot of people have a self-defeatist, well, that didn't work, so nothing else will work. That's not the way it needs to be. It really needs to be that we can absolutely say thank you to one another, to our brothers and our friends, and as well as, you know, to our divine entities. To be able to say thank you for that. Every morning. Every every morning, every, every morning. afternoon, 35, 25 times a day, because that all makes a difference when we're shaping our mind. You know, our, your word is your wand. You know, the sign over there says, speak abundance. Your word is your wand. The way that you feel and the way that you think, I was in a really, we were there. 
I was in a crazy mood yesterday, and it affected me for it really affected me for the rest of the day. But being able to have that attitude of gratitude and gratefulness says that I'm gonna put that aside because I know that this week is a greater week, and that was just one person or one conversation, and I'm not gonna let that defeat me. I want to be able to move forward in that power, in that energy, and be grateful for all the things that I have. So. What's behind that I want to say is every time one thing upsets you, then I need you to think of three to five things that you're grateful for. You're grateful for your children. You're grateful for your family. You're grateful for your job. You're grateful for your, for the sunshine. It's a beautiful, when's the last time we've seen rain? Long, long time. You know, you know, that's excellent. That means that we all have slippery roads when we're driving back and forth to work and we don't have to worry about that. But having a level of gratitude, thank you for your connections, thank you for little stuff like social media that we can be able to see other people and maybe they help us to have another level of gratitude. So the attitude of gratitude is so very important to me and I would encourage anybody, if you are a believer and if you're not a believer, then just go look up the um, 23rd Psalm and read it. It's not even from a spiritual or a religious standpoint, but be able to look at it and say, you know, the Lord is my shepherd. I I shall not want. He leads me down green pastures and he provides for me. Various things. He set the table before me. Just recognizing and living that spirit that says, I have no reason to be worried. I have no reason to fear. I have no reason to have problems I have no reason to have ego because it's not because of me it's because of a greater deity that leads me and guides me so I'm grateful for that I'm thankful for that and that was very long-winded it's all good (laughs) I just want to reiterate the message of patience Um, that's from a personal standpoint and professional standpoint as you're building your business have patience let it work let things work out don't like Yvette said, don't always be pessimistic about things. Be optimistic about something. Uh, And you can't lose what you didn't have. So if things work out and there's something, there was a prospect or there was a potential and it didn't happen, it just didn't happen. You didn't lose. You're still building. You're still growing. You're doing things organically. If you stay the course, great things will happen. So I just want to encourage you with that. Have patience on this week. Be patient. Just relax. Let things work. As I tell myself uh, from time to time and my family. That being said, uh, we appreciate you guys for tuning in. It's been another great show. and We thank you guys. So everybody have a good night. Peace.